0: Hello everyone, this is Brandon and welcome to the interview show here on Tech. I hope that everyone has been doing well. So today I'm excited to say that I have a special guest today. Fellow content creator Noah Strikes will be joining me today on the podcast. If you have not already seen his content, go ahead and check that out. But I'll be here with him in just one moment. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the interview show here on Brand Tech. I hope that everyone has been doing well. So today, I'm happy to say that I have Noah Strikes here on as my guest for today on the interview show. Thank you so much for coming on here.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me, man. It's good to finally meet you, and uh, yeah, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, that is great. So first of all, how are you today?
1: I'm pretty good. Uh, just got off the huge, you know, Process of making the Christmas album that started in July, um, so I'm pretty burnt out. But I'm starting back up pretty soon with the covers and stuff like that. So
0: that is great. And so before we kind of get started, so as a content creator yourself, and you know, a lot of times you're doing a lot more stuff on your own. So it's a little like, how is it for you, like being a guest almost today?
1: I mean, yeah, it's definitely different. I've done this like once or twice before for other people, but. Yeah, usually I'm the one interviewing. So it's, yeah, I don't know. I like it, though. I don't really have to like stress about as much when it comes to like, just having a talk.
0: Yeah. And so with you have been a content creator, what has what originally really got you started with, with content creating? And I know you've touched on this throughout several of your, you know, different videos and projects throughout the years. But
1: yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I've even before I started YouTube, I would film videos and like have with the intent of posting them, but I never did just cause I, I never even knew how to make a YouTube channel. But then I eventually did and I started posting and obviously Casey Neistat was a big inspiration. Then I started to kind of do my own thing. I met Seth along the way, like two years after I started, like a year and a half, two years after I started. He's now like my best friend. He's like a brother to me. Um, we've obviously had strikes together, strike sessions. I don't know, I always just like been creative and like I've always liked filming stuff and filming myself and just you know trying to make something and yeah it's just it's taken me everywhere I could I couldn't even imagine like five years ago if he told me I I was gonna be on Spotify with like actual musicians and like recording and actually doing like the work like yeah it's it's been awesome
0: yeah it really you know has been especially like having you know followed you throughout the years and seeing like your development and growth, like throughout, yeah, you know, not just YouTube, but also yourself, you know, your different projects, you know? yeah. know? And how has it been for you, like slowly, like progressing throughout, throughout the years, like in terms of not just the content that you're creating, but the types of content, like going from, like from YouTube, to podcast to, you know, to music, and even like to the point where you were able to have your own merch, like, how has yeah. that been for you?
1: I mean, it's, It's definitely been, like, surreal, even though, like, obviously I'm not, like, on the scale of big creators or anything, but, like, I've always wanted to do everything, like, under the creative sun, whether it be vlogging, filmmaking, like, making things like visions, like, proper, like, cinematic things, music, designing clothes, like, and I've been able to do all that, so it's just been cool to, like, see the fruits of it, I guess.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And so, like, throughout the years, like... With you doing it, what has there been, like, a really type of favorite thing that you have done throughout your years of doing content creation?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, i definitely say vlogs are, like, my mainstay. Like, I'll, I'll always do little, like, short little, like, day-in-the-life videos like that. Like, obviously, I've strayed away from it with music going on, but, like, I don't You know, I'll never really stop. Like, I'll always like to film stuff and, like, tell stories through vlogs, but... I don't know. Rediscovering music has been really fun because when I was little, and you'll see this in the doc that's coming out soon, I only had like the instruments like keyboards, pianos, uh, trumpets, drums. I never knew like the technicalities behind it, like producing and like engineering the audio and like, you know, just being in the digital audio workstations like Logic and Ableton and understanding what bit rates do and like sample rates and all that. So it's just like, it's cool to see kind of just like a bigger, better version of, like what I started out with, which was music.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I guess one of the things that I wanted to, you know, truly ask you is, you know, in terms of content creation, does it really, like for you, has it changed like the way that you see things having started, you know, after having first started this? Like, do you feel like you see things in more creative, like a creative viewpoint?
1: I mean, yeah, I'm definitely always looking for like new projects or new things to like embark on. Are like, different ways to do things that I've done before. Obviously, you know, I've changed my blog format a bunch of, you know, in a bunch of different ways throughout the years. And I don't think I've... I'm not really, like... It's not that I'm not content, but I I haven't really stuck to one for that long. Yeah. Um, Just because I'm, you know, I'm always looking to, like, innovate and, like, just experiment with new
0: styles, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. And in terms of, like, the different... I guess equipment that you've used to help you, you know, create your content. Has has it you have you found like any particular I guess system that works better for you? I, if I remember correctly, you actually prefer like like the Apple suite of things in terms of like, you know, the different like editing systems and um, softwares and.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely like Final Cut more than Premiere. Even though Premiere is probably better, like Final Cut, I'm used to it. I've used it for what four. Four years now, probably uh, actually like five years now. It's twenty twenty one. I keep forgetting. It's like it's, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, like five years I've been using it. I literally still discover new things you can do in it to this day, and with plugins and stuff like that. it Like I, I'm not really too intimidated by Premiere being better. And then yeah, I had I still have Ableton, but I started with Ableton when it comes to music software. Um, my sister got it for me for my birthday. It was like a light version of a trial or something like that. And I hated it. Like, I, it didn't make sense. It felt like Premiere did when it comes to video editing. Like, super just, the UI was horrible. Like, nothing makes sense. You have to Google everything if you want to do something. Everything is, like, super just technical. And it, there's no really, like, simplicity that you can just go off of. And then with Logic, it's similar to Final Cut in the way that the timelines are arranged and... You know the places for plugins and like effects and stuff. So it was like it was it was good to like be familiar, more familiar with it, just because of Final Cut. But I still use Photoshop and Lightroom and stuff because I feel like whether you're like pro Apple or not, you're going to use Photoshop.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That definitely makes sense. And yeah, it's it's one of those things where there's certain softwares that have become almost like I guess like the staple within a certain field. Kind of like for. You know, word processing, You're, most people are going to use Microsoft Word. Like, right. that's just what we use. You know, while there's other stuff, that's, you know, usually you don't have too many other softwares. And, and you know, Photoshop really is, you know, that staple within the, I guess, photo editing department. Right. And so, you know, we recently have... Come out of twenty twenty, and you know while the COVID nineteen pandemic is still in play, of course, how has that really you know changed? Has that really changed the way that you have approached content creation? And have you found like it harder to like make content in this time?
1: I mean, at least for the vlogging side, yeah, it was definitely like. A big bump in the road because you know i can't go out and do anything and it's not like my vlogs consist of much of that anyway but like it was still just like weird trying to make things when i'm when i have to be stuck at home like that like it's not just a choice it's not like oh i can just talk about whatever like if and i was i was wanting to go harder with vlogs in 2020 but then the pandemic happened like two months in so um yeah that was weird for the vlogging but for music, it definitely sped up the process of me learning like Euphoria. I wasn't planning on releasing Euphoria until this, like, this past December. So that sped up that process a lot. That release in June obviously wasn't good, but still it sped up the process a lot. Um, and it definitely made room for the, the Christmas album because I know that would not have happened if the pandemic didn't happen because um, we just wouldn't have had the time. Um, So yeah, it was definitely good for music and, you know, having an excuse to stay home and just learn the in and outs of logic. But yeah, for vlogging, it was definitely weird.
0: Yeah, I I definitely relate to to that in the sense that it almost like forced you to be productive in a sense because of all the extra, you know, the extra time that you now have on your hands. Right, yeah. And so like, as a content creator, you know, do you ever like, I guess, have those times where it's just almost like, Like, it's hard to try to think of, like, what's next? Or do you always have a plan for, you know, what's next in terms of, you know, the content creation? Like, do you ever have, like, you know, times where you just really want to just stop, you know, stop what you're doing and just, like, you can't do it?
1: I mean, not really, especially because of this pandemic. I think it's given me, like, a new sort of, like, appreciation for being productive, like, even amongst everything. And I definitely like get genuinely depressed when I don't make stuff. Like, if I, if I like stop vlogging or not, I mean, not anymore. I don't really care about vlogging anymore. But like, if I were to stop making music and just chill, like, I wouldn't, I'd feel like crap. So, like, creating and working, like, is my fuel. Um, And it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a good trust of knowing, like, okay, I'll make stuff no matter what. Like, um, and especially with collaborating with people like Lord. Um, and Ryan we talk about like the next steps before we're out of the you know the current phase that we're in so it's good to like bounce ideas off of them as well because you know they're in similar spots they do music as well they do content obviously not on a like a a large as large of a scale as me like they're not out here doing podcast vlogs merch photo shoots like you know what I mean which isn't like a diss to them or anything but like yeah it's I have a lot more to like consider into the into to like add into the picture but yeah it's definitely been good talking with them about like the next things you want to do
0: yeah that definitely makes sense and so does it ever feel like almost like overwhelming that you have you know, this much stuff to do i know that you're able to do it pretty you know pretty well and efficiently but does it ever feel like a bit much
1: yeah but yeah it does feel like a, it does feel like a lot but like i said like i kind of like that stress because it yeah. it forces me to get it done which is you know, what I like to do, so, like, whenever I, whenever the workload starts to slow down, I kind of get nervous, because, like, oh, I don't really have anything to work on, like, I'm gonna just start not doing anything, um, so I kind of like the stress in a way, it's kind of fun, it, that might sound a little weird, but, yeah, yeah, (laughs) I, I kind of enjoy the stress.
0: Yeah, I, I totally get that, like, even for me, like, like, with even, like, planning out my 2020, 2021 slates, like, Yeah, Yeah, I had stuff planned out like for weeks and I still felt like, I don't know. I mean, that thing too much from now. I mean, you know, like we need, I need to get ahead. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I had had stuff planned for the music. Like we were going to do a cliff jumping music video. We were going to go to VidCon. Uh, We were going to go to concerts and obviously none of that happened. So we had to figure out like, you know, different ways to promote what I was doing and just even ways to entertain ourselves.
0: Yeah, that yeah, that definitely makes sense, especially like, you know, in terms of planning, like being able to really, yeah, I guess, know how to move forward. And, you know, even with all of these different troubles along the way, being able to, you know, still continue forward and know, like, figure out like the next steps to have. And like, for you, has it, has it been helpful, like working with, you know, with more people or do you prefer working on your own or how is your workflow generally go
1: i mean it's rare because usually i like being independent but with people like seth and ryan and lord and even gavin like we think alike like more than anyone that i've like tried to collaborate with or anything like that so we i feel like all of us know what we want and we know how to make it happen and then we just use each other's influences to make that goal even better so
0: yeah that is great and so if you were able to talk to yourself like in like in the past was there any like advice that you'd have for you know maybe like a younger self or for even someone who would like to be a content creator such as such as yourself like in terms of getting started and being motivated to continue on with it
1: yeah um i would say keep your head down put the work in don't let you know, negativity or people that make fun of you, bring you down because I've let that happen. And now those same people are, you know, intimidated by me in one way or another. And I just see it's, it's funny seeing it like, you know, play out. And I think I knew it was going to play out like that. But at the time, you know, I was obviously like, it it was, it was bad. I was letting it get to me. And you can't let people like that who are small minded and are just jealous in one way or another or, just bored prevent you from doing what you want to do whether it be content creation or just anything like you, you just can't let it in and it, it's hard but you will you'll see it play out in one way or another down the road
0: yeah that is definitely that is really great advice and you know one thing that i have noticed like at least you know for me and going you know going for the years of different you know different content creation from you know from the YouTube podcast, whatever the case may be, is that you almost begin to learn more about you know yourself as you do it, and what you, you know what you really want to do going forward. And so yeah, has there has there been really anything that's like truly stuck to you, like as you've been going throughout the years, like any like anything that you've really learned or you know have changed about? Because I know like for me, yeah, I've learned like being able to talk to people and communicate with them is like a really powerful tool and you know which is one of the reasons i'm actually really enjoying my podcast now over youtube which is where i started you know as surprising as that is
1: right um yeah well i mean i think for me i've always had a knack to perform in one way or another whether it be through videos like vlogs or putting on a show like a podcast or actually performing like musically and on a stage with, you know, lights and effects and music going behind it in a band. Like I've always had a knack to like just perform and just entertain. And I think this this quarantine has definitely helped me learn the business of industries more. I've been, you know, looking at the music business more and more. I've been looking at the film business more and more, studying trends, you know, things that are going on in there. You know, social media trends, things like TikTok obviously have changed just the way things are done, period, when it comes to content output. But yeah, I've always had a knack to just entertain and perform no matter like no matter what um, word I'm looking for, what medium that that goes through.
0: Yeah. And so do you see any like changes coming to like these you know, major platforms? So of course, you know, YouTube has been a mainstay for um, for over a decade now. Uh, yeah. we have, you know, podcasts now, yeah, even though they've been around, yeah, I think this has been the year that podcasts have been even taking off more than they have been. Like, yeah. Do you see, how do you see changes going on for the next several years?
1: Um, I think Snapchat's dead in the next three years. Um, they're not innovating. They're getting ripped off by Instagram. People even like kids my age are starting to drift away from it. I think Snapchat's the first to go. If Instagram doesn't start fixing its algorithm and just, I mean, that's the thing. Instagram is such a, like the shareability, and Seth and I have talked about this on sessions. The shareability of Instagram is unmatched. No other platform has it where you can take someone's post, put it on your story, have that story be able to be shared to everyone who sees that story's followers, and they just click on it and they're there. No other platform has that like that. TikTok has the DMs where you can send it through DMs. But there's no like stories or anything where everyone who's already following you, the hundreds or thousands or millions, whatever it may be, people who are following you see that. There's no other platform that has that. So I think Instagram is, I think their weakest link is the algorithm because more and more people are starting to be pissed off by it. I don't, uh, Twitter is in a rough spotlight right now. I definitely see them as more of a news platform than a social media platform, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what Twitter is going to look like. Because they're they've they've been a mainstay as well. Like they're they're up there with YouTube in the in the veteran category. Yeah. Um, and TikTok, I think TikTok is doing nothing but succeeding in the next however many years. They're they're killing it right now, both with the algorithm and um, just with their uh, demographic.
0: Yeah. And I, yeah, especially like what you said with like the social media part of it. Like, yeah, we have seen such a big change in in the social media and not even just with the like the services themselves but like in how they're being used and I agree with you with the Twitter it's more so like a news thing than it is a you know true sharing like you know like sharing content really yeah Um, yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how everything really evolves over the next few years I definitely can see a lot more changes going on yeah, that will truly impact how these services run and, you know, right. how they run. And I would definitely argue argue that probably, you know, adding on to what you said, Instagram almost has like, it's like the social media that has like every, I guess like every aspect to it. Like you have the pictures, you have, you know, the stories and um, now IGTV and the messaging. You practically have have almost everything, but text right and now they
1: have the 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 tiktok part they have reels yeah um but i i I don't i mean while reels is good for instagram i don't think that's gonna overtake tiktok like reels are 99 percent of reels are just reposted tiktok so
0: yeah
1: tiktok is doing what tiktok needs to do and i don't know like it's just hard to predict what twitter is gonna do because like i said it's more of a news and like informational outlet than a entertainment and like you know Oh, look at me platform kind of
0: thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, in the same way that, yeah, a lot of us content creators have, you know, have added on stuff like, you know, whether it's a podcast blog, you know, in addition to the traditional YouTube, do you see any other, yeah, aside from like, yeah, as you mentioned, like the TikToks and the Instagrams, do you see any other platforms that may like give a rise like in coming years? Well, I mean, I guess even this year since... Yeah. This is the beginning of the year now.
1: I mean, I, I definitely hope Anchor does. I think they're still wildly underrated. The, um, the, um, the accessibility of that Anchor offers to the podcast world is insane. It's free. You can get on every major audio platform. You can upload however many episodes there's no like threshold that to where then you have to pay it's like it's crazy you can record it through your phone upload it straight away you can have people call in that's one of the features seth and i used in the early days of strike sessions we had people call in through anchor that wouldn't have been possible because before we discovered Anchor, we were we and we knew we wanted to have people call in. We were looking into like buying a phone number for strikes, and then we found Anchor and found that feature. And we were like, okay, it's we're sold. Like we're we're doing this through Anchor, and they got all our licenses for us. They we didn't have to pay a dime to them, and their UI is really good. Like uploading is easy. It's not weird. The it's it's thought out well. Um, and they're starting to gain more traction, but I think they're still definitely underrated.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with with them being underrated. I mean, because we had started, you know, our respective podcasts like around the same time. And, you know, when I first joined, it's like, yeah, first of all, I wasn't fully like aware of truly, you know, I guess what really a podcast is. I mean, I I definitely know now, of course, you know, having done this for a few years, but. um, but I, I really enjoyed this, this platform. Anchor has made it so easy to be able to, you know, to start up really, you know, without sounding like a giant ad, but you, no, know, it, right. you know, it has definitely helped out a lot. And I'm glad that they are still doing well and still around. Like I said that they just give such a great service overall.
1: Yeah, they really do. I, and like, like, uploading the podcast has been easier than putting the music out like my music like that that is like just their their easiness and just like like I said the accessibility they offer is just unmatched
0: yeah definitely and so like with going forward like like for yourself is there anything that you really want to you know to go forward with like in terms of like for this year and and going forward, like, is there anything that you really want to try out that you haven't already or continue with it with a certain path that you've started on?
1: Yeah, definitely. Obviously, music. I'm yeah. going to get some electronic drums soon so I can record into MIDI because I don't want to mic these things back here because they're way too loud and I only have like two mics. So I want to have good drum quality, drum audio quality. Um, so I'm going to get some electronic ones. I'm going to start doing drum covers, slowly learning guitar again, and keyboard. Those kind of go hand in hand anyway, but yeah, I definitely want to implement more live instrumentation into my music, as well as doing covers like that, whether it's piano, just singing, or drum covers, Um, and obviously want to get my voice better, and definitely get better at engineering. Like, I want to, I want to develop, like, a a proper method for each aspect of engineering when it comes to making music so I can yeah. really have it sounding professional. And yeah, just focusing on more music stuff, just getting better at what I've spent the past year on.
0: Yeah, I wish you, you know, best of luck in, yeah, in everything that you do. Like you- Thank you. Like you have really done, yeah, you know, a lot. And yeah, it's it's really is impressive to, you know, for you to have not only you know, set goals for yourself, but like keep track th- and make sure that you're able to to keep up with your goals and to continue on with it. Not everyone, you know, really yeah, is that dedicated. And so I definitely, yeah, applaud you for being able to stick with your goals. Um, Thank you, man. Thank
1: you. Yeah. And if if COVID clears up by the summer, I have some some plans already that are that could be life changing. Like I don't I don't want to sound too dramatic, but like, there's some, like, even with this, this music that I put out, I've made some big boy connections. So like, I don't want to sound too dramatic, but like a lot could change in this next year if COVID clears up and I can travel to meet them.
0: Yeah, that is great. And I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, to really seeing like where you go. And I'm just, I'm just really thankful that you were able to take time out of your schedule to, you know, to be here, this has been, yeah. You know, for those of you who don't know, this has been probably, probably years in the making, um, trying yeah. to, you know, do something together.
1: Yeah. And I want to applaud you back for always, you know, being there over the years, supporting me, um, sticking to your goals. Um, I know you, like you always have those rough spots where you're not putting anything out, but like you're, you're consistent with your intentions and your grind and I respect it.
0: Thank you. I, yeah. I, I really appreciate that. And yeah. I'm just so glad to have you here.
1: Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Plain.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but thank you so much and hopefully one day I'll get to speak to you again to yeah, you know, to really see, you know, how you've been able to grow from here. Yeah, VidCon. dude, come
1: out to Vidcon, dude. We got to meet. Yeah.
0: yeah, one day I'll have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, if it, again, if Covid clears up, like I said, everything's
1: like gonna be so much better but yeah if i plan to go if everything's back to normal
0: so yeah i'm hoping things are i'm hoping at least by i'm hoping sometime this year
1: yeah yeah just anytime this year would be great
0: yeah we'll see thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast i hope you all enjoyed it and i'll catch you all in the next one have a wonderful day everyone stay safe stay well and i'll talk to y'all later